0: hey guys and welcome to we know how to read my name is natalie and i'm megan and on this week we are doing our part two of book Nims and tropes we're focusing on part two of tropes today so if you didn't check out the first part one go to our last episode and read through those read through listen through <laughs> Your captions. Going, oh, yes, there you go. But you can uh, check that out before jumping into this. This is actually our last episode of season three. Yep. We're going to be starting season four talking about all sorts of favorite characters, <laughs> our favorite MCs, villains, Morley Grays, all that mm-hmm. jazz. So you're, yep. uh, you'll see a lot of the books that we might have mentioned throughout this season brought back up and breaking it down in a little more detail so I'm really excited for that season to come out yes but we're going to start off with a bang one of our favorite tropes of all time
1: yep <laughs> and that would be
0: enemies to lovers you have definitely
1: heard us talk about this uh a lot
0: oh a thousand percent um
1: a lot because this is kind of our one of our main tropes that we both like to read our bread and butter yeah, it is. Better, better better to- to- I will go back to this
0: all every time. I mean, honestly, honestly, I'm trying to think of a book that I haven't read this year that hasn't been enemies to lovers.
1: I have. It's not many. It's, it's not, not many, but I. No, actually, no, I take that back. <laughs> have I read any enemies to lovers? I mean, I guess a couple. Oh, mostly fan fiction. Um, but no, I think most of mine, cause I read like that entire series of the, um, the like stalking Jack the Ripper and they were not enemies. I mean, they, okay. 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 It was more rivals to lovers. They weren't enemies. They were rivals. So I think we need to also kind of tuck that in there, which where there's enemies and rivals, 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 rivals. Yeah. <laughs> rivals to lovers which is oftentimes mistaken for enemies to lovers.
0: And it's not. And it, it's they're not. Just competitive. Yes. Cuz like I would say rivals to lovers there's more friendliness between them. I'm not saying a lot yeah. of a lot of friendliness, but <laughs> more friendliness. More friendliness. They don't They don't always want to actively, the
1: other right? They're not actively trying to kill each other. Um Yeah. 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 So I think I've read a lot of rivals to lovers, not a whole lot of, I like, wanna,
0: I like feel like I want to look at my, like all my books that I've read. I know I was thinking that too. And figure out what, what is what? Yeah. I don't know. But
1: honestly, I think it's mostly just in fan fiction for me.
0: <laughs> you know, I,
1: here we are.
0: Let's see. So uh, like, yeah, no. No. I mean, The Savage Lands is None. enemies to lovers. Right. Bridge Kingdom, enemy, enemies mm-hmm. to lovers. Mm-hmm. Uh, High Mountain Court, enemies to lovers. Uh, Scarred Hero, grumpy... <laughs> God, that was so bad. I always say that's a grumpy sunshine. Sunshine. <laughs> sunshine. Um, oh no, I got into your our book haul. I'm looking at my oh, no. like, Instagram <laughs> reel. Um, wrecked and ruined. That is uh, enemies to lovers. Mm. Uh, only one mistake. Uh, so a lot of enemies to lovers, yeah. Yeah, would under the oak tree count as enemies to lovers, or Uh, no? What is that? Like, I was trying to figure out what type of that's arranged marriage, yeah. It's an arranged marriage trope.
1: It's not grumpy sunshine because she's not sunshine. Uh, she's anxious be, as
0: fuck. She's anxious, yeah.
1: Um, it's definitely arranged marriage. Um,
0: but he falls into so many of the like grumpy category. He does. He. But is she is not sunshine. She's
1: starting to be more sunshine. I think she's just more traumatized. Honestly. She needs
0: a therapist. She needs a therapist. Like I. Had not made yeah. for him to find yeah. out. Yeah. Which is so infuriating. <laughs> I read books one and two. Like the actual books. Oh, the actual books. That's right. You did. And it doesn't even get to that. Oh, no. In the physical. I'm so uh, upset. But. Uh, we we digress. We digress. <laughs> um. Yeah, I know a lot of my Inuit
1: celebrities. I have a lot of Inuit celebrities saved on my phone that I am going to get into i just haven't this year
0: hey (laughs) uh pet warning
1: yeah (laughs) as with all of ours pet warning mine is currently pounding at me on the other side of the room
0: so my middle child and my youngest child (laughs) like to mess with each other a lot cats and dogs Cats and dogs. Cats and dogs. Yes. My, <laughs> so my eldest is a cat, my middle is a cat, and my youngest is a dog. Is a dog, yes. And my middle child really <laughs> exudes, yes. uh, has issues with being now middle child, even though yeah. it's been two years. It's, I just wanted it, to
1: clarify, neither of us has children. No, no. It is strictly just our pets.
0: And all of my plants. No. <laughs>
1: Yeah, <laughs> i have so many plants i had so somebody many plants.
0: today because i went out plant shopping i had somebody today ask me <laughs> sorry uh, the wall behind the camera has <laughs> a jungle gym attached mm. for the cats and the cat just did something really weird so but anyways um yeah. i like sent a picture of all my plants to my friend that i bought it's she's like are you start trying to start a uh <laughs> farmer's market and i'm like no i'm just trying to feed myself i just like plants okay i was like i'm sorry i got extra strawberry right right like pippin that's the youngest he's complaining that fits my middle is rolling around up on his hammock
1: yep sounds about
0: right okay we're I'm anyway through. moving on through. the next two we have talked about in our book names i think episode 3 yeah. don't mm-hmm. quote me on that the one bed and who did this which are oh. i mean it's enemies to lovers who did this one bed? like it's all that's it's that, right. a- that
1: works for non-enemies to lovers that works for anything but like it's just that's the trifecta. It's just, right, it really is. Enemies to lovers, they're one bed, and then who did this? It's just, oh my gosh.
0: And then at its core, at its mm-hmm. core, if you want it to be a knockout of the park, <laughs> burn the world. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or touch her and die, which I feel like could go hand in hand. And I feel like who did this and
1: touch her and die are very similar. And burn the world, all three just kind of wrapped
0: together. Okay. They're just so, different tiers of it. Let's let's hit this one yes. bed. Two characters are forced yes. to spend in a bed. Mm-hmm. In, oh, wow! Sentence. So
1: okay. So basically, <laughs> two characters show up somewhere where they have to stay the night. Unexpectedly, there's supposed to be either two rooms or there's supposed to be two beds in the room. And then, oh no, there's only one. Inevitably, one of them is like, "I'll just sleep on the floor." And then they like, "No, that's stupid. We could, we're grown ups. We could share a bed. It's fine."
0: And then they do and then it either goes one of two ways yeah one uh romantic actions ensue right or two neither one of them gets any sleep because they're so yes. uncomfortable or yes. I just, on Ooh. the rare occasion this doesn't happen very often and I wish it did they fall asleep and wake up spooning
1: yeah yeah which doesn't happen often enough it does not but I I do
0: appreciate that but moment. I
1: definitely squeal yeah I do i freaked the fuck out over that i'm like oh my god
0: which can like, i'm gonna i woke jump. up and there was a heaviness on my chest that i'm like it's her head it's her head <laughs> right 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 but i'm gonna jump down a little because i feel like this one kind of goes with the one bed is the yeah. forced proximity yeah it does because you could kind of mm. put one bed under forced proximity mm-hmm. meaning the two characters are forced to be within close quarters for a period of time typically yes. a longer period of time yes and that doesn't have to be a bedroom it could be a house it could be a boat mm-hmm. it could be they're traveling together uh begrudgingly right yeah and they're forced in the same proximity where mm-hmm. they both they were both captured and they're POWs and they have to say a shell a shell cell. A good heavens <laughs> and so
1: this is just all so much better when it is the enemies to lovers yes because it starts with that like hating each other back and forth snide comments to witty banter to sexual tension to mm-hmm. what have you
0: um, there's so many yeah. avenues for yeah. enemies to lovers that just makes it all mm-hmm. so different but yet yeah, yeah. so comfortable because you like know the formula but there's so many ways to take their path to lovers yes like because yes. they can be enemies to lovers and they can become kind of friendly enemies mm-hmm. and then become horribly enemies again like so one of them will yeah. like I know, ne- say, yeah like miscommunication mm-hmm. but there's a little bit of miscommunication and under the understanding that limited even playing field that they have mm-hmm. is like broken yeah and it's just like how dare you mm-hmm. oh i have a lot i have not <laughs> of these <laughs> pinned on my tiktok right now and i need to write all their names down where enemies is enemies to lovers. And she's, like, badly beaten or, like, loses a fight. And she ends up on his, like, front porch or at his door because she has literally no one else Nowhere to turn else to. Nowhere else to go. Yes, And he, that like, is... opens the door and he's, like, you're bleeding. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And, he, and it's just, like, ah! Yeah. yeah. And I, then that also
1: turns into the who did this.
0: Yeah. Generally, yeah. Yeah, Which it's... I, which, if you watched the that episode, then you know that the, who did this is basically, like, who touched you? Who hurt you? Yeah. How, mm-hmm. how did you get to this point of emotional yeah. breakdown? Like, yeah.
1: which mm-hmm.
0: ties into touch her and die. Uh-huh. Which is also such a good point. Which yeah, is so great. <laughs> because it's basically, <laughs> the guy has gotten so, not almost like possessive, but so enamored and in love. Mm-hmm. They love the person so much that Basically, if you, if they get any ounce of pain, it's Someone like Someone's going
1: to die. You're dead. Someone will die. And it is just, it's, it's so good. It's, it's, it's a great trope. It is. It really is. A fant- I think all of the romance books that I've read have this
0: element in them. Now, I will say, year. I can think of two instances, or is it three? Two. I can think of three instances. <laughs> we need that tracker. We need that tracker <laughs> <We do. laughs> for time mask. Because I'm about to bring it up. Oh, I thought you were gonna say something. You, know, you thought I was gonna say savage <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There is that. Yeah. There is that. There is that too. Yeah. He finds out that she was given this like medicine. Like she was drugged mm. to, for uh, experiment. She was experimented on using a drug. And mm. when he found that out, he was like, "What?". <laughs> <laughs> and yeah that was that was really amazing because he yeah anyways no i'm not gonna anyway. I, I could go into the <laughs> hole, but i'm gonna reel it back to sjm <laughs> i can think of three times really clearly of uh touch her and die when yeah. they're in the night court and he's mm-hmm. like and she's like sitting on his lap and yeah i know what you're talking about they like Mm -hmm. make fun of her and he like what does he do like plunges the world into darkness and like oh yeah
1: no so Moore's father whose name uh kieran 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 Kieran? um as she's leaving he calls he says something (laughs) see i've read this scene quite a bit he goes um you'll get yours whore which if you know the series you know that that is a trigger word for Sweet little baby hands. Yes. Um, Aww. and so he like black darkness everywhere. Kieran is on the floor, he like breaks his arms into yeah. piece, it's a whole it's thing fantastic. And
0: she freaks the fuck out on him afterwards. Yeah. That <laughs> and then the moment on the ice uh-huh. with Eris. Mm-hmm. It's like nobody touches my, <laughs> you know.
1: Oh, and, like,
0: and then yeah with and Cassian, then, and a, Cassian and um Asriel in that moment yeah. and then Asriel specifically <sighs> at the High Lords meeting yes and careful how you speak about my, about high, my lady. high lady Woo! Woo! oh I just echoed off of a guitar <laughs> I don't know if you can hear that but I heard it resonate next to me <laughs> what you don't know about yeah. where I am is so this is a library this, but also yeah. music
1: but also music. So this this trope can be romantic, but it can also be platonic. And one of the books that I was reading um last week has this platonically. And I did not realize. Like I knew with Azriel and Cassian, of course, because it's Azriel yeah. and Cassian. But then this one, it was like, I will kill him. Yep. Because her friend finds out she's being beaten by her husband. And I'm just like, oh, oh oh it's like such
0: a good one
1: so good and does it always happen no sometimes it's you know the main character is like no you shouldn't do that you shouldn't do that Mm -hmm. um in the book I just finished um he does straight up beat the shit out of someone and he's like oh god she's scared of me now and walks away and then she's like no come back and he's like you freaked out and she's like I was like processing yeah. why I was attracted to that. Like there were a few instances where she was like, that's something I'm gonna need to unpack later, but I'm gonna <laughs> worry about right
0: now. And I was like, oh my god, girl, same. <laughs> same. That and this all goes hand in hand with like burn the world for her. Yes. Now yes. I am gonna bring up Savage Lands because <laughs> basically like they like, they don't after they've accepted each other. Mm-hmm. And, like, he, his pet name for her is My Dark Demon. <sighs> right? But he Oh. <laughs> oh. So. Damn it. I, I have got to read these books. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> um, there's, like, a point mm. where they basically, like, say to each other, like, it's you and me. Mm-hmm. It's you and me and nobody else. Like, it's us against the world. Right. Always. Which, oh. With, which is like <laughs> burn the world they they legitimately yes. would burn the world for each other mm-hmm. until and like this man traveled across three countries on motorcycle to find her because she went missing right and he, when he did this this isn't like a big spoiler they weren't together they were still enemies to lovers leave it
1: so oh, good there's
0: another cat there's your
1: camera <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is that is so good so I was like while you were talking about that I was looking up this quote from one of my favorite dark romance books yeah um it's I've talked to you about it before it's called Hooked and oh, it's yeah. yeah Captain Hook and Wendy very loose like Not a reimagining. It's oh, you know, sorry Peter Pan (laughs) themed, but it's not a rewrite, of course, because so Wendy is um Peter's daughter, and it has nothing to do with Neverland, it's a mafia thing, it's a mob thing, and um Hook is the villain, and he is actually a villain, like the author at the beginning was like. This is not a story where the character is going to come off better. He's still going to be the villain at the end. Yeah. Um, but they're together and he falls, he's using her to get back at her dad. But like he falls in love with her. She's in love with him, blah, blah, blah. So he says, and um, he goes on and he says, for the record, I would give you the world. You simply have to ask. You want kids? Done. You want to stay here and never work again? Done. You want to watch the world burn? Let me guess. You'll set it on fire, I ask. He chuckles no, darling, I'll hand you the match and stand at your back watching you become queen of the ashes. And I'm just like, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Which is, which is not quite the burn the world that like we've been talking about. It's like, I will burn the world down for you to get you a bag or whatever, but it's still in that category. Oh, but sure. like top notch of like, no, no, no. I'll let you do that. And I will be right. Here. And I'm like, oh my God.
0: Yes, no, that's, that um, is. A, and there are like, sarah j mass uh- <laughs> in era no yeah air fire rowan basically is like i'm gonna show you how powerful you are mm-hmm. so you yeah. can burn mm-hmm. the world yes for yourself yes. like oh it's so oh, good
1: it's so good, good. It's, those are all just such good such good tropes oh and a lot of those going back a little bit more to the who did this and touch her and die and even the burn the world um a lot of that generally is when that like changing point of especially in enemies to lovers of the main character realize realizing like oh oh he actually cares about me right um because she wasn't like why are you being nice to me and he's like i will kill them and she's like why it's just me and he's like what <laughs> why would you say that yeah yeah that's, that's usually a big turning point with the enemies to lovers part yeah which
0: is in under the oak tree when she's just like but why do you care uh-huh and that he's like also because agree. you're my wife yeah and i love you and like I would say he's both grumpy and sunshine. Does that make sense? He definitely is, because he's grumpy everywhere else, but then
1: as soon as they are alone, he is a sunshine. He's a gold retriever. Oh, absolutely. Definition of gold retriever. Absolutely. Um, We did talk about this one in one of our Book Nims Um, the who did this. Oh, yes. And we also talked about the
0: next one, which is Hurt Comfort.
1: Yes. Yes, we did. But that definitely goes hand in hand
0: yes i accidentally just threw it so my dog <laughs> needs attention so you're gonna hear a lot of grumbles this episode because it we're
1: kind of works t- with the enemies to lovers thing. yeah you know he
0: growls right um he grumbled so we're playing a little bit of tug of war and i just tossed his toy and it landed on top of the piano oh, no. and i was just like oh no how is this gonna go but um same goes for this next one that yeah heart comfort like we talked Mm -hmm. about that in our book episode yes um because it is tagged a lot in Mm -hmm. it's very very common and very popular it's very common and i don't want to say i mean it's in dark romance it's in fantasy Mm -hmm. it's even depending on the type of contemporary romance that you're reading like it could be like like we said in the previous Mm -hmm. episode it doesn't have to be physical it can be emotional yeah yeah and you definitely see it a lot more emotional in In contemporary and contemporary Mm -hmm. it's like who who bullied you who put these words these thoughts in your mind Mm -hmm. make you think this way about yourself Who made you cry yeah comforting with that
1: and honestly sometimes i will say i feel like obviously that scene of like the love interest cleaning the wounds or vice versa and being like who did this to you who hurt you physically but like that who made you cry yeah is also just well for me fantastic as much as
0: i like other things i find hurt comfort very relatable like everybody's gone through some type of baggage Mm -hmm. and so like when you can open up to somebody who genuinely cares about you and like Mm -hmm. wants to like help you heal and comfort you like oh yeah i also feel like it makes the characters more relatable, like real like yeah yeah it it humanizes them they Um, had trouble and and struggle and now they're seeking mm -hmm. comfort in their partner like that's pretty yeah. normal
1: yeah oh yeah absolutely especially if the one that has been hurt or the one that's emotionally upset is more of a grumpy stoic
0: one character. Yeah. um that's like, why when it's the uh sunshine grumpy sunshine when the yeah. sunshine is always like happy and you never think anything's uh-huh. wrong with her and then she just breaks down and the, you find out like all this mm-hmm. like think what's happening behind the scenes in her mind and it's like Oh, it, yep. it's it makes so much more sense why he usually and it's usually a, a tiny little woman with a big big man. Yep, <laughs> and he like bends down or gets on his knees to like hug yeah. her, or he's like terrified of her and he's like, "Oh yep. fuck, why are you crying?
1: <laughs> I don't know how to deal with this." Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But on the opposite side, I do really like it when it's the grumpy one and it's like he's explaining his whole past and then you're like oh this is why you are the way that you are yep
0: yep got it it makes yeah. so much sense it's, now it's all just great um yeah and our our last i would say four mm-hmm. yeah our last our last four kind of deviate away from the low romancy. Romancy. this is yeah. very much stuff that happens in generic fiction mm-hmm. generic fiction generic fantasy uh You'll know most of these if you've yes. read any level of fantasy before. Yes. And the first one's the chosen one, which. Yeah. Chosen one tropes. I mean, that's been around
1: since stories were started. Um, oh, yeah. It's
0: one of the go to tropes hero's
1: journey thing and all that. Harry Potter. <laughs> Harry Potter, <laughs> which everybody's Second just Wars. like.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Harry Potter, Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Um, they're all the chosen ones.
0: All chosen ones. Like in, I read a book called The where is it i think it's like the high mountain court she's the last red witch so obviously mm-hmm. she's the chosen one to save to find you know by mm-hmm. default she became the chosen one mm-hmm. and then um what there's like a like i feel like in a lot of ways like pharaoh you could consider Feyre the chosen one yeah because yeah. she was chosen to mm-hmm. break the curse mm-hmm yep that that sounds pretty chosen
1: one to me um there's also this book which i think is really cool uh fury born oh yes yeah i've only read the first one i need to read the other two but um because i think i think there's three um there's three point of views there's the one point of view that's set in the past and one that's set in the present and the one in the past is chosen one the main character she is the chosen one but then her story it shows her going and this is not a spoiler because you get the past and the present um, shows her becoming the villain, but she was wow. the chosen one. So I think that's pretty cool too. When, when chosen one is used in that way, it's like, I'm the chosen. Well, I mean, also freaking Anakin. Yeah. It's the same thing. He's, you know, was yeah. the chosen one and then became, became Darth Vader. Yep.
0: Yeah. It happens a lot. And, yeah. like, some people say the chosen one trope is, like, overused and overrated, mm-hmm. but, like, Frodo Baggins, he was the chosen one. Bilbo yeah. Baggins, the chosen one. Mm-hmm. Any em- MC of a fantasy book is typically be the film. chosen one. That's yeah. just how it is. Yeah. yeah. There's very rarely a book about a main character who just happens to be one of the few or of the many. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's kind of one of those things where that's just what it is. Yeah. That's okay. Like, I personally am perfectly fine with it. Some people have issues with the Chosen One mm-hmm. trope. I, I like it. And, okay. We didn't have that much. <laughs> um, the next two, I feel mm-hmm. like, kind of go hand in hand. Secret yeah. Identity and Secret Heir.
1: Yeah, one is just more of, one is, I know that this is my identity. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess sometimes, with the Secret Heir, the person knows that they are the heir. So, yeah. But sometimes they don't. Okay.
0: I don't want to spoil. How much of this do you know? I've only read the first book. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Because both things are in this series. (laughs) I did know that. Okay. I think I did know that.
1: And I know. I have, there are some things that I picked up on from TikTok where I'm like, I don't fully understand what's happening because i haven't read the books yeah but like at some point there's a i i don't know if it's like the character just kind of goes away or if the character's name changes or oh what. yep yep i yeah. know what you're talking so, about yeah <laughs> I don't so i'm think- like i know that this is happening because of tiktok but i don't know the circumstances surrounding it just yet because i haven't read them
0: but i will find out this summer when i yes. read the whole series but Definitely. um yeah, that would be throwing a glass series would be a good representation mm-hmm. of those two things. Mm-hmm. Um when I read the again, the High Mountain Witch or the High Mountain something mm-hmm. court, uh, the last red witch who was had a secret identity. to so those brown witches, blue witches, red witches, and green witches. Mm-hmm. And so she used magic to hide her like red witch genes like there's like specific traits Mm -hmm. that all these uh they have to look like a brown witch so for the longest time you think she's just like one of the last red witches because like apparently there's like a few and she's like one of the like less than 15 Mm -hmm. and they went from like the largest coven of like a thousand witches to down to there's a mass massacre Mm -hmm. you find out towards the end of the book series that she's actually so they, they had a, uh, she's basically Anastasia. Nice. Essentially, like nice. you hear about um, the North King murdering the High Mountain King's family. Mm-hmm. And you discover that she actually escaped that night. And the no one knew that the High Mountain King family was actually also all Red Witches. Mm. And so she was a... A red witch hiding as a brown witch and was also the heir to the throne of the lake so multiple layers yeah of, yeah. yeah like yeah. they were trying to re-establish that kingdom to defeat mm-hmm. the north king because he was trying to find these like three power items mm-hmm. to like control all of the kingdoms but they knew if they were able to reform the high mountain kingdom that then they could defeat the north king right right and she yeah so then you find out like oh she's not a brown witch she's a red witch gotcha. oh she's not just any red witch she's also <laughs> she's the red witch the <laughs> red witch that's supposed to be queen of yeah. the high kingdom yeah so yeah that's like stacked nice it's also like um I feel like this can kind of go into the Half-Blood Prince. Like, mm-hmm. for a long time, I thought Harry was going to be the Half-Blood Prince. And then I thought Draco was going to be the Half-Blood Prince. Oh. I don't know why. Interesting. I never pegged at a Snape. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone pegged it as Snape. But, like, I assumed it was going to be one of them. Yeah. Like, because he's the chosen one. But then mm-hmm. I thought maybe he's also... No. I don't know. Uh-huh. I don't know.
1: Hmm yeah yeah it's definitely i i think it's a great um great
0: trope Yeah, i I think all three of those Mm -hmm. are honestly good Mm -hmm. things to do
1: i especially like it when it's a secret from the readers too like even though it's in the point of view from the main character who is hiding the secret yeah it's not revealed to the readers until it's revealed to everyone else which i do appreciate
0: like I read this is a good one I read on web webtoons I don't know a <laughs> it's called uh my dear cold-blooded prince oh <laughs> I've read that it's it's completed I've read it four times mm-hmm. um there is secret identity nice there is um uh, like who did this to you all sorts of forced proximity (laughs) um all that kind of stuff so basically it's like the blood king uh no one knows what he looks like and there's always like three people or two people who play oh you told me about this yeah and so she ends up being hired as a physician for the kingdom and she meets these two men and she's not sure she like she thinks one is like the friend of the Blood King, and the other one is, like, the general, but Mm. she's not sure who's who, and, like, there's, like, masks and secret identity, and they're, like, trying to figure out, and then you find out that they're actually half-brothers, and they're both the Blood King. Nice. But, like, there's, like, there's so much more, like, it keeps, like, evolving, and there's this Mm. one point where she's kidnapped. (laughs) (laughs) And the kidnapper does this thing where he, like, does these really intricate tattoos, like, henna tattoos Mm. on it himself and his like people that's like their mark is his like henna tattoo well he kidnaps her under the nose of the blood king and gives her this like full back tattoo and like chest to stomach tattoo Mm -hmm. and it's very like if you're not in a relationship nudity is very frowned upon like Mm -hmm. that is like hand holding and hugging is like the most public affair that you can have Mm -hmm. kissing is like whoa you have to be like committed Mm -hmm. Um, and when she wakes up the next morning back on the property and she discovers all this like ink around her body, she's, and then he threatens to, um, kill her younger brother if she says anything. And she has like, she was like eaten up with anxiety and like goes to him and she like falls asleep on his bed. She's so tired. She's so paranoid. And he sees it like on her shoulder and he's like, who did this? (laughs) It's oh so good amazing it's one of those like really good web comics like that Mm. i i always recommend to people to read and then we have our last one yes on the list which we both i think hate yeah 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 it's the
1: um loss of power
0: which is very uh, fantasy
1: which (laughs) is very fantasy and that's just when the main character at the end of the story no longer has the power that she's had or um,
0: a significant like drop
1: yes something n- most or all of her power is gone mm-hmm. um through usually some form of sacrifice um there are two books there are a few well <laughs> so there's something a series i can't talk about the series because you haven't read the series oh um, Crescent city no, it's not Crescent City. Um, uh, anyway, uh, but there is this one YA series where this happens and I don't know how, I'm just gonna, it, I'm gonna end up giving it away.
0: <laughs> what, what is this? Oh, wait, is this Shadow and Bone? Yeah.
1: Oh. Yeah. But I don't know how it's gonna translate into the show. Huh. So it might be something different in the show
0: interesting
1: yeah um sorry to spoil that for you i'm not uh,
0: i'm not attached to her as a main character she's pretty excellent. boring
1: we've talked about this before i think yeah
0: she's, um, she's a pretty boring mc but that upset me
1: um and then of course there is our we can add to the tracker uh nesta you know, yeah. And silver flames. With
0: all of her death magic and everything yeah. and being able to yeah. use the mask and the sword mm-hmm. and the crown. What was the last yeah. one?
1: The mask, the crown, yeah.
0: Crown? It was a crown. Yeah. I think. And she like sacrifices all of that to keep like a residual amount of her magic and just her Fey, yeah. natural fay abilities. Yeah. And it's like, why? Mm-hmm. why and i think and I'm yeah. gonna i i you made us read <laughs> 800 and some pages of right. this woman over to, to be fair we did not read the 800 pages okay i read like 700 of them <laughs> we skimmed through a lot of the end <laughs> but you made us go through all I know, of that, all stupid that stupid shit where she's like learning about herself accepting learning her powers learning getting over her trauma, to then lose it all? I know. It was just... What's
1: the point? I was like, what was the point of giving her these powers if she's just gonna lose And also, them?
0: like, no offense, I think that was the lamest plot. No, I... I yes. Like, her wait, finding wait. the items before... Yes. Um, yes. What's his name? Oh, what's his name? Before, um...
1: Before, are you talking about the guy that was trying to find them first yep the the dude that had Vasa kidnapped yeah the, who's the clearly clearly whoever he's that not was worthy of a name because we can't remember it I don't remember he only showed up in he only was mentioned in Akawar when they were looking for Vasa and then in this one because of the objects like yeah. the deathly hollows for lack of a better term um yeah. Yeah. It just seemed, and we've, it was like, gonna go into this a whole lot because we have a whole episode can. where we definitely did. <laughs> and we but still there's can. so much to say. It's like, it just, it felt like a slap in the face. And also it's just, I'm tired of having these intricate, deep, detailed female characters who, you know, then lose their power at the end. It's, and it's yeah. just like, why can you not keep, why can't, why couldn't
0: she keep that power
1: exactly like what was the point of her losing losing
0: it like what does that do for long term i will say
1: for shadow and bone the way it was written made sense i was you can just tell me i'm never gonna read it okay cool i know you're never gonna read it but again i don't know how it's gonna work with the show so anyway spoiler alerts if you are watching this or whatever so at the end she's fighting the darkling Uh and um she's got all of the man this is really i'm not going to go that into detail because there's a twist that i can't it, i can't reveal the twist but um because okay. that will stay in the show but anyway she's fighting the darkling and she wins she kills the darkling but as this is happening uh she loses all of the like she is able to i think she was like separated from the what are they called the amplifiers yeah yeah, yeah. So like she uses all of the amplifier power and all that stuff to do this and when she does light bursts from her and she loses her power but the light the power then transfers to like tons of people around her Mm. so now there's this whole new section of whatever she was called Uh, Uh, light light something hold on um what was that called um but anyway so like her power doesn't just disappear it is just transferred from her to everyone and then that's how they're able to uh, get rid of the fold so that I was okay with because the power went somewhere else you know yeah it's it like was transferred to a bunch of other people she just no longer had it because it burst literally Sun Summoner. sun summoner yeah it just burnt and so now all there are all these other sun Summers. so that was okay it wasn't
0: the another best, good but example it was of that better is have you seen Korra? yes okay yeah so in Korra, when she like breaks the poles of the mm-hmm. connection to the spirit world mm-hmm. um more airbenders start appearing yes Yes. kind of like that it's like she yeah. lost it, it all was kind of like that
1: mm-hmm. she lost
0: all her connection to her past selves mm-hmm. and she like basically said fuck the system yep i'm gonna i don't <laughs> and then you know all hey <laughs> everything goes crazy yep but the same thing happens a bunch of airbenders suddenly appear yeah. which yeah i do remember that yeah i will go down in history saying tylee was an airbender absolutely like she i think so too she yeah. should have been an airbender. She was a mm-hmm. she had no fire bending, mm-hmm. but she just used pressure points, which is very common. Yes, in the the, the yes. non bending side of air. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. also hate Legend of Korra, not hate, I just don't like it. So, I
1: think I have one more season I have to watch. Are there oh. three? are there three seasons? I think so. Yeah, I haven't seen the last season, but I know what
0: <sighs> happens. There's so much of it that like when it comes to Legend of Korra I feel like the new gang Mm -hmm. acts more like the ages of the original gang. Does that make sense? Like these people are in their 20s and they act like they're 13 and 14. Yes. Yes. And then the original cast who were 13 and 13 14, 14 yeah acted at a much higher maturity level yes i agree and with it's that. like i don't know there's just like some incidences where i guess she's supposed to be funny but she mm-hmm. she's like angry or something and i'm like mm-hmm. you just look like a petulant child yeah like yeah get off your high horse talk and communicate and get the mm-hmm. job done yeah i don't know that's just like
1: yeah um i did really like the second season i will say with the whole avatar spirit world and all of that and her losing the connection at the end Mm -hmm. i did really like that um there's definitely really good points yes and i do know that in the first season the first season was supposed to be three seasons and then they were told they were only getting one season so they smushed it into one and then after that they're like just kidding you're gonna get two more um yeah. So I know that there was a lot of issues with that. I do um, like her But I time. do need to watch the last season. No.
0: I do like her time in the like Earth Kingdom metal building area. Mm-hmm. Like Toph's family. Yeah, yeah. Like I really enjoyed all that. Like, I, I think I that's that... in
1: season three so I haven't gotten there.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. It's really interesting how much Toph did mm-hmm. and how much her children have done and like how earthbending has really split into multiple things Mm. like lava bending it's just Mm. really interesting like i i do like the expansion of that information
1: yes yeah
0: no but yes loss of power not a not not a a fan if it is for the greater good then yes maybe maybe i don't know
1: like, if I no know. one's going to
0: die, then, mm-hmm. like, what's the point?
1: <laughs> I also just, I don't know of any examples of, like, male characters losing their powers at the end of the story. A, I will say I was a little, like,
0: hmm. loss of power by choice, by choice, yeah. would be Harry when he breaks the Elder Wand. I,
1: I did think of that, but he still has his power he does but with the strength of the elder but, he would have had but, all three yeah yeah but he didn't break the wand in the books yeah uh, but buried it back with dumbledore um so i guess yeah because i did think about that i think for me i'm thinking of total loss of power
0: true i'm no. trying to, like
1: let me turn around and think
0: oh uh, yeah, no have a lot of books about men
1: i know that's what i was thinking i was like i don't know if i could actually say that because i don't have a lot of books about men i mean
0: mm. we could d- d- do villains count sure sarman
1: in lord of the rings okay no i don't count that <laughs> <laughs> not that type of villain
0: um
1: <laughs> mm. Mm. yeah um, i don't know I don't, I don't know i don't really know Oh. Okay, I guess, I guess we should just stick it with heroes. Yeah. Heroes
0: who lose their powers at the end. But you're right, that's a fair point. Not, yeah. I can't think of a single man who has powers mm-hmm. that loses them. Yeah. No. I was gonna say Magneto. But no.
1: No. No. Nope. Um,
0: that's a hard, that's a good question. Hmm. Mm. Which I guess is a fair point as to why do the men always get to keep their powers and women have but to But the women them? don't. Mm-hmm. Why do they have to sacrifice anything? Right. Like, right. what... What's the point of that? What is a woman sacrificing great strength mm-hmm. supposed to be symbolic for? Mm-hmm. If it's yeah. not doing... If it's not moving the plot in some significant way the only thing I could, like, I could see Feyre sacrificing her powers to save Reese.
1: Yeah, no, definitely those types of things. But that's her
0: fated mate. Mm-hmm. And that would have, I would, I would accept that. Yeah. I would accept that, like, getting, like, giving back all yes, of her. But I would have been upset. Oh, no, I would have been upset.
1: <laughs> like, I love Reese dearly,
0: but, like, <laughs> Feyre, honey, um. <laughs> <laughs> Who would she been with? She can't be with Cassian which i think that's a missed opportunity (laughs) right like (laughs) like i honestly like i i would totally ship them
1: oh yeah if if reese and pharaoh were not
0: it'd be cassian and pharaoh it would be yeah and Um, i don't i think sometimes they play up pharaoh's chaoticness to match mm -hmm. cassians in like fan canon Mm -hmm. because i don't think she's as wild as him Mm -mm. i don't think so either so, like, but so I still think they would match. Yeah.
1: I think he definitely brings out the more wild stuff in her. Yeah.
0: Because he's um, an instigator. When they're together. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, they're- yeah, he, he he definitely is. He's an instigator. Oh, I love Cassian so
0: much. Me too. He's a good um, one. Yeah, I can't think of any others. But can you think of any other tropes that we might have missed if that was our last one? Because I feel um, like we hit them all.
1: I think, yeah, all the ones we were talking. I mean, of course, all of these tropes have little bitty like little bitty subtropes, I guess. Yeah, definitely. In them. Um oh, one that I was thinking about when we were talking about the one bed trope. Oh. Kind of mixed with the who did this toucher and die trope. Um is the, I don't know, if this is actually trope. I call it a trope. The nightmare trope. Oh, the nightmare trope. Yeah, the nightmare trope. Ah, um, and I meant to say it was trope. About the one bed, but then we got, I got side rail, but yeah, the nightmare trope where one character has a nightmare and the other character, the love interest or the main character, it could be, you know, reversed, either swoops in and has to wake them up um, and then comforts them or they're doing the one bed trope and one of them has a nightmare while they're sharing a bed together and so, so good. it's just either way honestly the main character having the nightmare and the love interest who uh, again if it's an enemy slash grumpy love interest it's so good it's so good but at the same time the love interest who's grumpy and the enemy has a nightmare yeah the main character has to I think those were some of my favorite parts of Accomath. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Same. The way that they, because she played the whole, like Tamlin not being there when she had nightmares and pretending to sleep, even though she never said he was pretending to sleep. We all know he was pretending to sleep. Yeah. You don't stay asleep when the person sleeping next to you starts screaming and then runs to the bathroom to throw up. No. He was straight up pretending to sleep. Yeah. Um, the differences between that and then Reese comforting her, who was in a different room, right? Different room, and then comes in there and is like holding her hair back and rubbing her back, and she's yeah. just like, What's happening? And then the one where he has the nightmare, and oh, she goes in yes. there and it's just
0: so oh, I realized so now good. like thinking in my own book. I have two nightmare jokes <laughs> in the first and second book. Nice. in in the first book it's forced proximity Mm -hmm. and he doesn't really know much about her but he gets like some insight like because she like ends up sleepwalking and like talking Mm. and he like follows her because they're on a boat so like she walks off the edge like that'd be bad Ooh, yeah reminds me of the anastasia scene (laughs) (laughs) and then (laughs) in the second book it's like her first night at the castle Mm-hmm. and so it's a nightmare, but it's also, like, a vision, which you don't know that yet. No. <laughs> um, And she, like, wakes up, like, super disoriented and, like, super, like, scared and confused, and then she, like, opens the door and, like, gets lost because she doesn't know where she oh, is no. or how to find him. And so, and he, like, hears her, like, running in the hallway, and he, like, opens the door, and he's, like, thinking there's an intruder <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: in the castle. <laughs> And he's of course shirtless and he has like his sword. And then he's like, why are you out here? And she just like clings to him and he's like, okay come inside, let's talk. And she's like not making any sense. And he's like, okay, have a glass of water just lay down for a bit and we'll like I'll sit here in this chair and like once you get your thoughts together, we'll we'll try again. And Mm -hmm. she like in the process of that, like falls asleep and then she wakes up in the morning in his bedroom and he's already gone for the day.
1: <laughs> uh, Top tier tropes, man. Because
0: yep, <laughs> yep. my book is slow burn. As,
1: char- as the character in the last book I read, said, I'll unpack that later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll unpack what that means later. Yes.
0: Ooh. <laughs> but... I think those are all the... Yeah, that's that's all I can think of. Yeah, I can't think of any more tropes. If you guys think of tropes, just send them mm-hmm. our way. We'll be happy yeah. to add them to the list. You have um, recommendations for any of these tropes?
1: Especially yes. any in this episode? We will definitely um, be posting
0: our recommendations to our Instagram. Yes. So if you don't already follow us, go follow us on Instagram. We know mm-hmm. how to read to get uh, book hauls, recommendations tips and just upcoming news about new podcasts and things like that so yeah. please go follow us <laughs> um this is our last episode of this season so yeah. we're going to be starting a whole new season it's going to be about our favorite MCs, otps villains and then you guys should know what all these mean now <laughs> from our bookerdoms. we'll we'll see a lot of these tropes and a lot of our
1: favorite things happening yep, yep. Um, we're gonna, we're gonna, bring gonna down have to the keep best that best and worst that ticker going
0: for all of the <laughs> Yeah, so if Thanks. you watch this on YouTube, you'll see the ticker on the screen. <laughs> Keeping track of Savage Lands, Jermaine, and Sarah J. Maxx. <laughs> I swear, she should, we, we should be getting some royalties at this point for how much we I talk know. about it. <laughs> so, so much. Or a cease and desist on either one. Seriously. It's like, <laughs> all right, guys, you're stealing my content without knowing you're stealing my content. <laughs> like, calm down. Oh, my gosh. Well. Thanks for hanging out on We Know How to Read. We'll catch you next time. Bye.